Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Due to the changing nature of the investment markets, adding to the increasing complexity, uncertainty, and volatility of our current environment, there's a great need for new tools and approaches to the investment process and risk management. Our next guest offers just that. We're joined by Rocco Pellegrinelli, who's the CEO of TrendRating, a Swiss company providing advanced price trend capture analytics for advisors and active investment managers. After viewing an extensive demonstration of what Rocco and his team offer, we had to have them on to share it with our listeners. I also think you'll love Rocco's frankness of opinion. Welcome, Rocco. Hi, everyone. Thank you for your time. It always amazes me that we can talk and see each other live from here to Switzerland, where you're based. So uh, I hope you don't mind we start with a little talk about the markets. You've been at this for quite a while now. What's your current view of the overall global markets? Well, I think it's quite obvious that now after 11 years of a strong bull trend, the whole cycle changed. If we take a look at some historical perspective, we can expect quite a few years of a challenging time. The last period we can analyze is 2000, 2010, 10 years, where the annualized return was 0.6% on a yearly basis with huge waves up and down. That is probably what we can expect now for quite some time, maybe a few years. And what it takes in this case is realize that strategies that worked well in bull trends may be very ineffective. And there are other approaches that might on the other side provide better risk control and upside potential. Has the geopolitical crisis been the main thing that's affected market fluctuations or is there many, many things that work here? Well, I think actually it is a combination. First, we certainly had some excesses in the market. Take a look at valuations of technology companies, the big boom of SPAC and the money that VCs throw to, you know, supposed unicorns, okay? This all pointed, quite frankly, to kind of a topish phase. And as a matter of fact, our model identified the beginning of the bear trend in most benchmarks on January 20th, well before the war that was started on February 24th. So one month before. The political, the geopolitical problem certainly is accelerating, is creating more waves, is impacting at the economic and financial level. But that's not the only story. It's a combination of different elements, financial, economic, and geopolitical, all working at the same time to offer us quite a difficult time ahead, yes. What about inflation? We think it's an American issue over here, but it's not, it's a global issue. It is a global issue we see here in Europe, you know, big numbers of inflation. We go from 10% in UK and in Spain 
quote unquote down to 8% in other countries. So it's quite, quite worrying. And my, I'm not an expert of inflation and economic things, but quite frankly, I think this is here to stay for quite some time. We need to adjust and accommodate. And this is certainly changing the perspective for a number of producers and unfortunately also for a big number of consumers. Let's move on to something that you are an expert on, which is active management. Many companies and advisors did very well riding the market over the last decade. Is that right over? Well, it was a whole cycle where passive products stole business from active managers because they outperformed. The large majority of active managers were struggling to match the returns of indices. Also because indices have been skewed toward a few stocks. As of the end of last year, four stocks made 20% of the SP500, never seen before. So unless you own those four stocks, it was very difficult to beat the benchmark. But I think now is, is different. Now there is a possibility to see a surge of active management versus passive products. Let me explain you why. If it's true that we should expect a cycle for the next few years of indices basically going nowhere, big swings down, up, down, up, but on a yearly basis, you get nothing. What's the point of investing in passive products? On the other hand, active managers can certainly profit from the performance dispersion across stocks. They can make a difference and they can vindicate years and years where investors were shifting money from active to passive products. So it's time to fight back and the opportunity is there. So if you've been an active manager over that 10 year period and seen all those challenges, tell me some of the main ones they've experienced to survive. I think one of the main challenges I've seen is the, the very low correlation between fundamentals and actual trends, the decreasing relevance of fundamentals. Across the years, we have seen an increasing influence of many other factors, social media, sentiment, momentum players, the big sovereign funds deciding to shift in and out of the stock for whatever reason. And certainly this was complicated. There was a time where you could expect a good correlation between fundamental analysis and actual price trends. This all changed over the last few years. And I think that was the main challenge. So these actually um, have led to understand that having a sense of trends, acknowledging and respecting trends independently from what can be an opinion and assumption is critical to ride the wave. So what's your advice to active managers now? What's the opportunity they have? The opportunity is the performance dispersion across stocks. Let me give you an example with numbers. If we analyze the performance of the last six months of all US stocks, we discovered that the 50% in the middle in terms of performance produce an average loss of around 10% which is in synchrony probably with a number of benchmarks. But the top 25% performers on average produced a profit of 27%. It's a lot across six months. 
despite the bear trend. And the bottom performers, the losers, the bottom 25%, down on average 42%. So if you consider the differential between the top and the bottom performers, plus 27 versus minus 42, it's huge. It's more than 60% differential between the two camps. And that's where the opportunity lies for active managers. They have the latitude to pick the stocks they want. They don't need to follow a list of stocks representing an index. So they have the opportunity to try and capture a good part of the winners and avoid most of the losers if they have the right tools, of course. Last week, we spent some time on, on Zoom and I got a really good overview of the trend rating model, which was fascinating to see. Um, can you give us an overview of the model and what it does um, right now? Yes, maybe let me give you a, bit, a background how we ended up with this model. This is coming out of my experience of so many years managing private accounts and, and funds ages ago. And, and you know, I, I was keeping my mistake book, writing down all the mistakes I was making and reading this at least twice a year. <laughs> Just to discover that I was repeating the very same mistakes all the time. Selling prematurely a winner just because it looked expensive, okay? Even worse, sitting on a loser, pretending to be right. The market is wrong, you know, it certainly will recoup. And again, adding losses to losses. And I said, wait, wait a minute, there should be a more intelligent way to do this business, right? And that's when I got passion about uh, models, mathematical models, because they bring a level of objectivity, discipline, a sanity check that certainly can benefit any human being. That's a fact. So that's how it came out. And what we offer today, after years and years of massive testing and validation, we tested a number of indicators analyzing price and volume across 20 years of historical data for 18,000 securities worldwide. And we ended up with a model that combines several factors, who has a very simple goal, trying to decipher the money flow in and out of stocks, buying pressure versus selling pressure, and the continuity of this, with the goal of discriminating between trends, bull trends and downtrends, with a time horizon of a few months up to a couple of years. So this is more medium to long-term focused. So we provide today um, analytics and technology that we believe are a strategic mission critical complement to any investment strategy provides an extra layer of market intelligence brings some discipline that is particularly relevant in this market and it's all based on a very pragmatic and logical approach let's try and understand where the money is going so it's all about acknowledging and respecting trends using trends. And our customers can use their own approach, whatever it is, value, growth, ESG, small cap, whatever. And they can use our content as an overlay to better control risks and to validate ideas. What does the trend rating model say about recent market behavior? So 
the model issued a number of negative ratings. We offer a very simple way to, to consume the, the information, which is A, B, C, and D rating. A and B mark a bull trend of different strength. C and D signal the beginning of a bear phase. So we had a number of negative ratings. We call them downgrades at the end of last year on a number of stocks, on a number of you know the Benjamin stocks so loved by many investors. Plenty of technology plays, of course. And then we had negative ratings, as I mentioned, in the US market for the major indices between the 18th and the 20th of January. As I mentioned before, before the, the war. Well, what is saying today? Still, the market is very struggling. Uh, at the same time, we see continuous risks, but new opportunities are emerging. I would like to pinpoint the fact that we are observing now an increasing number of upgrades over the last two weeks. What's the meaning of that? Money is getting back into some of the most depressed stocks. And here we need to consider the impact of the liquidation of index funds. They had to sell indiscriminately everything, good stocks and bad stocks. They had to sell all the list of stocks that make the index. Now, Smart Money is coming back and say, wait a minute, some stocks are great, great companies. They lost 30%, 50%. I want to buy. And something I want to mention here is we are observing in particular an increase of upgrades in the healthcare sector in the US. There is an increase of the number of stocks that are, seems to be turning up. And that's something interesting that is worth to be monitored. This could be probably the first sector that stages a comeback. Moving forward, we believe that the market will continue to be quite challenging with stocks and sectors moving up, moving down. So it's all about adding a layer of trend discovery or trend control, if you like, to whatever strategy one is using that can only benefit. Yes, when we spent time together and, and I was viewing it, you were showing me a number of stocks that were trending down. But on the flip side, there was a large number of stocks that are trending up. So it was really, really interesting. So how can advisors take advantage of trend rating, both active managers and those who put all their eggs into a passive model? Can it help them turn the corner? Sure. So for active managers that can select um, stocks, our recommendation is combine the best fundamentals with trend validation. Combine the best of both worlds, fundamental and actual trend behavior. One plus one makes three. It's a way to control risks. You invest on solid stocks with good fundamentals. At the same time, stocks that are already appreciated by the market are moving upward. They're not going down. You don't want to invest in a stock that is a great story, but is in a bad trend. At the same time, active managers can use our methodology to identify opportunities. It's very easy, for example, with our system to identify what we call turnaround situations, doing some bottom fishing. Stocks have dropped a lot and now are turning around. And now our system is pretty quick at capturing the trend reversals well before some obvious you know, uh, advisor or 
consultant or analyst identifies the good pick after the fact. Passive managers, they certainly can use our methodology to modify the weighting of the portfolio. So they can probably be willing to invest more in stocks rated A and B because they are in an uptrend and invest less in stocks rated C and D, waiting for the reversal. This tilt toward trend validation can certainly add some additional alpha, even to passive strategies. Rocco, is there anything else that I forgot to ask that you'd like to share about trend rating with our audience? No, I think it's quite frankly, it's very exciting for us because it's a fact that, you know, after years where it was relatively easy to make some money for clients, a number of people realize that the tools they have, the content they consume, the analysis they pay for didn't help much in controlling losses for the first half of the year. Let's face it, a number of conventional tools and old school methodologies are not equipped to deal with this market. And this is very exciting for us because we're offering something fresh and new, extremely pragmatic, that on the other hand, proved to be quite effective during this difficult time frame. It's all documented also in our LinkedIn you know, posts. On the other hand, it is very exciting for active managers because they, they can access all the tools in the world, they can select, they can evaluate and combine things in order to profit from dispersion. Dispersion is there all the time. And this can really make a big difference. They can gain back a large market share from, from passive products. They can certainly offer something fresh and new to clients and they can combine the proper balance between risk control and at the same time, capturing the winners that certainly will come. There will be some opportunity, fantastic opportunities anyway, even despite the overall situation across most stocks. Rocco, thank you so much for being with us today. You've been just great and the product is incredibly impressive. Thank you, Douglas. Big pleasure. To learn more about trend rating, visit trendrating.com and I encourage you to get in touch with Rocco and his team to see it. Please visit us or please follow us for all the latest updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Jakey Beard, and the Power Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.